0: This is the Italian Citizenship Podcast, hosted by Marco Permunian and Rafael Di Furia. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Italian Citizenship Podcast, presented by ItalianCitizenshipAssistance.com. We are, of course, back here again with Marco Permunian, Italian attorney from Italian Citizenship Assistance. Hello there, Marco. How are you doing?
1: Good, how are you?
0: Good, thank you. Today, we wanted to change things up again, so we're on the other side of the room like how we used to do some of our podcasts a little while back and we wanted to talk about What's been going on recently, Marco and ICA have been getting a lot of attention in the media recently, both in the United States and in Italy, and so we wanted to talk a little bit about what they were interested in and maybe delve a little bit deeper into it because in the news stories they can only go so deep and just in such a short period of time. And even I was present both of the interviews that you did and one of the interviews was like an hour and a half long and they cut it down to like a few seconds basically and then the other interview they were also here for like what 45 minutes or so or 30 minutes and cut it down just to a little little tiny segment so we thought it might be worthwhile to give you guys the full scope of what was being spoken about. But before we get into that, while we're on the topic of current events and what's going on, maybe it's worthwhile talking a little bit about the current situation here in Italy as of the time of this recording. Just keep in mind that things here in Italy are moving so fast that it's very difficult even for the average person here in Italy to keep up just because there are new updates very often and very quickly. So as of right now, when we are recording this,
1: What is going on here in the nation? The government just issued new rules a couple weeks ago. Unlike what happened back in March when we had the national lockdown so when everything was closed now basically they're doing something different to safeguard the jobs and and the ability for people to work, to keep working. So they have divided Italy into zones. Um, We have red zones, yellow zones and orange zones and red zones basically in red zones everything is closed similarly to uh march so to, it's very similar it's a very similar situation to what happened back in march stores are closed people can't really um leave and go to another town they can't go outside of the region of course there are exceptions so they can they have the ability to move freely if they have work reasons, health-related reasons, family reasons. But if they want to go out for pleasure, they they really can't. So that's for red zones. For orange zones, it's very similar, but you can travel between towns, but you can't go outside of the region. Some stores are open for um, a part of the day, uh, for example, like barber shops, those are open, and of course, even in red zones, the um, grocery stores those are open, so like essential stores are open of course and in yellow zones, which is where we actually are, the, Veneto the region. here yes mm-hmm. the whole region is yellow zone you can you can do certain things you can basically do. Everything except what it's not allowed. So it's not allowed to travel into another region which has a different color. People can can move freely. They can travel to other towns within the region. But there are certain rules, like after 10 p.m., you can't really be outside. Uh, Some stores, they have to close earlier. You can't go to the restaurants. Like restaurants, they're not uh, operating at night. They're operating at lunch. So it's kind of a better situation. Um, I know there are some countries in Europe that have adopted a different method, so they actually closed everything. In Italy, they're trying to safeguard the ability for people to continue working, so I think it's a good thing.
0: And so I think that's actually a very interesting point that you've brought up, that Italy is taking their own unique approach to the situation, because we have seen in different parts of the country, and because the country geographically, if we're talking about, The idea of Europe and how small it is. It's actually one of the larger countries that's more um, spread out in in some ways. And so we've seen different parts of the country being affected in different ways, and some places have higher numbers, some places have lower numbers. Uh, For example, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Lombardy right now is one of the red zones, so that means that people can't travel in or out of there. Um, But what are some exceptions that are being made for people who need to travel within the uh, from zone to zone? Because sometimes a person doesn't have an option to not travel between those zones.
1: So the government is encouraging people to work from home, but of course, for like not for everybody, it's possible to to work remotely. People, some people for work, they have to move, they have to travel. So if you have to travel for work reasons. That's allowed there are no limitations you can travel whatever you like in Europe, in in italy as long as it's a work related trip and people are taking that very seriously because if you get pulled over by the police you need to have your self-certification where you declare exactly where you're going for work and the reasons why you're going and actually the police is being very thorough in, in checking these self-certifications, and then of course people can move for health reasons. So if they have to um, be cured somewhere else, somewhere else in Italy, far from their house for whatever reason, they they can they can travel, and people can travel for um, family reasons. So if they need to help a family member, maybe an elderly family member, they can they can.
0: And just a quick question, because we did talk about this last time here on the podcast uh, when we did our episode in Rome. Since then, have there been any major updates in regards to citizenship?
1: Not really. The situation stays the same, so it's still not allowed for people to travel from America into Europe. So for people who want to apply for citizenship in Italy, that's not really allowed It even if we said in the other video that it's questionable whether uh, people should be allowed into the country, even from America, for um, citizenship purposes, of for with the purpose of applying for Italian citizenship. It, it's very questionable. Of course, the law does not make any reference to citizenship applications. Ultimately, it's about the it's all about the interpretation of the law. So I've heard of some people being able to fly into the country, and maybe some people that had other reasons to be in Italy, people who own homes in Italy or people who needed to be in Italy for for work-related reasons, and also they took the opportunity to, to stay in the country and apply for citizenship because once you are in the country, you are in the country.
0: So kind of taking it back to what you were talking about before, about the ability to travel in Italy within uh, from region to region, I know that was something that I got some messages about on my Instagram, I don't know if you heard from anybody, I'm assuming that you probably did, um, wondering about how we got around the country, but... When we were actually in Rome, it was very interesting to see, especially with my background um, in production and and broadcast, how they actually conducted the interviews where things were much more spaced out than they would normally be. And even the, um, the, the, the individual, the reporter who was conducting the interview was very far away from you. But um, one thing that I know he was asking you about during your interview was about the interest in Italian citizenship because for many Italians, that is something that is a little bit of a strange idea. Why would an American want to come to Italy? Why would an American want to have uh, an attachment to Italy? Because for so many Italians, they're looking to go the opposite direction. So maybe do
1: you want to just go into that a little bit about what you guys spoke about? To your point, there are many many Italian citizens residing in Italy that have no idea that this is even a possibility. Like They wonder, first of all, why so many Americans want to get Italian citizenship and how these people can even get Italian citizenship. But we don't have to forget, as we said in many videos, that all of the Americans that are applying for Italian citizenship, they're actually applying for the recognition of a birth status. So they are technically already Italian citizens and they're just applying for the recognition of their citizenship. So this reporter in Rome, um, by the way, we were interviewed by Stasera Italia, uh, which is a TV show mainly on politics that goes on Rete Quattro, one of the main channels on Italian television. And the reporter was asking me why so many Americans are uh, they want to become Italian citizens. and I was I was explaining to him that there are many benefits of um, like connected to having Italian citizenship, including the ability to move freely within the European Union, so in any European country. Which means also easier access to employment opportunities in the European Union. And it also means free or low cost healthcare in Italy if you are an Italian citizen residing in Italy. And it also means access to schools and universities in Europe, and the tuitions are lower for Italian or European citizens. And the reporter was also asking me why there was such an increase in the number of people who are seeking Italian citizenship. So I was explaining to him that that probably has to do with the current situation around the world, including the current situation in America that has pushed many people to wanting to have like more opportunities. So including the ability of relocating in the European Union if they want to. So people are not necessarily ready to relocate in the european union now but they at least want the ability for themselves and their children to do so in the future if they want to i mean if you can have dual citizenship american and european why not but of course I wasn't the only one who was interviewed so you were interviewed yes. as well Yes I was So for for once you were not the interviewer but the, the person interviewee Yes <laughs> And and maybe you want to talk about what what you were asked
0: Actually that was to me it was kind of interesting because it was also along those lines uh, you were asked more about the technical side of things and talked talking about um like uh, about your clients and various aspects mm-hmm. like that that never made it into the final interview but what the interviewer asked me mr Suber, i can't remember pietro I, pietro pietro very nice guy i'm i just have to say i'm the worst with names just so if anybody is watching and they're saying how could this guy not know the name I'm the worst with names, um, but he was asking me about um, the 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 motivation of why people were interested in having Italian citizenship um, and why are they wanting to come to Italy? like what's this interest? why what's going on? And I was mentioning to him a lot of the same subjects that I've spoken about on my YouTube channel about that for many of us. Having this Italian identity is not a choice. It's something that we just have by default. I mean, I've mentioned this also in my videos that my last name is Di Furia. I can't escape from that. It's just this is this is just a fact of life for me. And so, even for many people growing up, that you'll be told, "Oh, you're Italian," not asked, "Oh, are you Italian?" You'll be told in a very uh, matter-of-fact kind of way. And even I know for people that are from an older generation uh, that they dealt with uh, being treated a particular kind of way because they were of Italian descent and even um, uh, in my family I know there were a number of people going from my grandfather, my mother, like I can think of uh, even my aunt different little in, in incidents that they had I mean of course kind of as the years go on like less intensity uh, but uh, I, I know for sure that, like, even my grandfather had names called out to him, uh, some very horrible terminology used, um, shouted at him. But going more into why people are kind of looking for that connection with Italy, and it, that was something that was for me that was always instilled in me from a very young age. And to be able to come to Italy and to learn more about my ancestry and to get that practical side of things not just the the theoretical idea about these stories being told about these wonderful beautiful places on my grandfather's lap as a baby like I mean, some of I can remember very clearly being very, very little, sitting on my grandfather's lap, and him telling me like all different kinds of stories about this this beautiful homeland of where we're from, what our roots are about, and what our family went through in Italy, and uh, why they came to America. And it was something that just was always this natural part of me. And I know that there are a lot of people that it is a part of them too, even. To so much so that it, there's an Italian American culture, and you have even though there is the cultural separation a little bit now in the modern age between Italy and the United States at its essence, at its core. And again, this is something I've talked about a lot on my YouTube channel about how, at the at the it's just at its root. There is that Italianness to it. And you'll find many Italian families hold on to traditions that they had all the way coming back here to Italy. And so for many people, they're interested uh, in, in exploring that and seeing what Italy is today and going to the places where their family came from to explore their roots, to explore uh, maybe even meeting new family members that are distant relatives that they had never known existed before. Uh, that's something that I know a lot of people do when they come to Italy they'll go to their ancestral town or city or whatever it may be and see the the hut or not the hut but the the the, the small apartment or the home or whatever it might have been that their ancestor who left Italy was born in and was raised in their the place where they had their life before they made their new life into in in America but then also, one thing that he was very curious about was quality of life and about uh, why would somebody coming from the United States wanna give up what they would have when they can come here and and things are not necessarily as easy here. And while I would have to say in some aspects, there is truth to that, My in my personal opinion, life in America is much more focused about uh, living to work whereas in Italy it's working to live and that's the one quote that they took from me that they used in the in in the in the final piece and it's here there's this this thirst for life that this this wanting to live wanting to be out and I think that's one thing also if we're talking about the current situation here in Italy that has really hit people in a hard way um, not to be able to have those social interactions that that wanting to live and be out there I mean even here I've noticed in Rovigo, aperitivo hour is almost like a religious event. People have to be at their place having their spritz or whatever they may be wanting to have. And there are a lot of Americans who are looking to slow down. There are a lot of Americans and people from all over the world of Italian descent that they're, they're using this ability to connect with Italy as a way of giving themselves the lifestyle that they're looking for, even if maybe there might be a financial trade-off if we're talking about work, for example, um, or with how things are going now, there's a lot of people who are working online and are able to keep their job in the United States or wherever it may be if they're working freelance, working with their same clients that they would be working with, and to go on and be able to maybe even be a little bit more comfortable than the average person here in Italy might be. And moving forward from the interview that we did with Channel 4, Rete Quattro, here in Italy, um, taking it a step back to the CNN interview, one thing that I thought was very interesting in comparison between the two interviews was that Rete Quattro was very interested in why Americans are wanting to come to Italy, why people are wanting to come to Italy. But CNN was coming at it from a slightly different perspective of why are people interested in leaving America? Did you maybe want to go into a little bit about what you guys spoke about?
1: When CNN contacted me, they had a lot of questions about why so many Americans want to. Um, leave America and and relocate to Europe or, or even have the possibility of doing that. Because as I explained to CNN, like not every American who applies for Italian citizenship is actually ready to leave, to leave many people, they want to have the ability to do it in the future. I believe that the interest, that there is such an increase in the interest in Italian citizenship because of the current situation in America I have to say I've seen people contacting me from both sides of the political spectrum so regardless of the who was gonna be the next president people were very very interested in, in get the process going and I think that the current situation in America has pushed many people to want to get the process going more quickly People have always been interested in Italian citizenship and the interest has been increasing over the years, every year, I'd say for the past 10 years or or even more. But this year we have seen maybe more people becoming interested in getting the process going as quickly as possible.
0: I know I've seen a huge increase um, in interest because i always keep an eye on what's going on in this in this area and in and, in and, and the news i've noticed a major increase over the past few years and then this year especially there's been a huge amount of people who like you were saying that they already had that interest in in making their way to Italy or to get their Italian citizenship to have another option to be able to uh, go someplace else if they felt they needed to. But the events of this year were, were very much a motivating factor to get them like really moving as fast as possible.
1: And I know you get a lot of questions on your YouTube channel too. I mean, I get a lot of questions about Italian citizenship, the technicality of, of the process... Um, moving to Italy, but you do get a lot of questions too about life in Italy and and how to move to Italy, right?
0: Yeah, that's one thing that especially people have been wondering about um, more so this year, like how we've been dealing with the situation and how we've been um, moving forward because there have been a lot of places under lockdown or places with limited um, uh, openings, like with stores being closed and so on. Um, And so even... Earlier this year when the situation was first worse here than it was in America and then after that point when it switched um, f- with the numbers in the US being higher than what, they, what we were seeing in Italy, I was seeing a lot of interest in getting a lot of messages um, with people saying that they can't wait to come back to Italy or they can't wait to come to Italy for the first time seeing that basically during the summer Life was pretty normal here. Like, uh, yeah, it it didn't feel so different in some ways. You could definitely see that things had been done in a different way because of the year. Even like here on the Corso del Popolo, the main street here in Rovigo, uh, we have the uh, weekly street parties on Thursday nights, and normally those that would be like the whole street would be full completely, and it did get pretty full. Um, but you would see by the bar itself that they actually had it sectioned off and they had only one area where you could go in and one area where you could go out and they were checking people's temperatures. And even one night, there was um, a heavy police presence, which for Rovigo is very strange. I mean, every once in a while, you'll see a large amount of police called for a very small minor issue, but that's because here specifically... (laughs) There's not that much going on. I'll say even actually one thing that I found funny, um, not related to the current situation, but that news moves so slow in this town that a window being broken two towns over made it to the front page of the newspaper a few months back. Like, that was a big deal. and so, I mean, it kind of gives you a little bit of an idea of where we live in this this area that we're in, um, that it's a nice quiet area, but it still has some life and liveliness going on, and there's not a lot of um, crime or Um, any rough, gruff things that happen here. And something that I thought was actually very interesting that you mentioned before is that you've been seeing people with motivations, political motivations, from both sides of the political spectrum. And that's something that I've been seeing too that I was completely shocked about. I was thinking that it was going to be in more in one direction than the other direction. But I know there are a lot more reasons than just political motivations for wanting to get Italian citizenship or move to Italy. But what are some of the major reasons that you've been seeing, not only uh, over the past few months and this year, but even up to this point? Is is Have you seen any kind of threads that tie people together in this way?
1: People want to have Italian citizenship for several reasons, for work reasons, but also for reasons related to being able to attend school maybe in Europe they some people do it for their children because i have a lot of clients that are quite old and are doing they're going through the process with their children and maybe grandchildren to give this wonderful ability of residing in the whole european union to their, to their children and grandchildren so people are motivated by work-related reasons, um, but not, not only work-related reasons. Also, people, I think, as you said before, they do enjoy life in, in Europe. The average American thinks, I believe, that Italy is one of the nicest places in the world where people actually enjoy life. And and one of the advantages of having Italian citizenship that that I never talk about, and, and you actually talk about more than me, is the ability to actually reside in, in Europe where your ancestors were from and enjoy Italy without any restrictions without having to worry that you at some point you have to leave the country
0: no and that's a huge huge deal to be able to be able to just arrive and remain and not have anything over you that you can just be and as somebody who's been living abroad for the past 11 years, that's something that I know can be very stressful is having the worries of visas over over your head and wondering about um, if you're going to be able to make that life in the country and how you're going to make the life in that country. And that also is something that we've talked about also in the past is that you've mentioned to me that there's a lot of families now that are interested in in making their way out here to get their children uh, over here and uh, give them a different kind of opportunity than what they had because, of course, parents are wanting to give their children something better than what they even had themselves.
1: And it's a legacy for your children because once you go through this process, which can be complicated for some people. It can be time-consuming and long. But once you have gone through this process, then your children do not, like, the children of your children don't have to go through this process. They will become automatically Italian citizens when they're born. So it's a wonderful thing, like, because you go through the process now, but then in the future, the future generations, they don't have to. So they just become Italian citizens when they're born.
0: I mean, even you could end up having a grandchild with their first language being Italian, just running around, just doing the Italian thing that the Italian people do. <laughs> and I know for a lot of people that actually would be a beautiful idea, thinking about that they're picking off, picking up where their uh, their ancestors left off. And anyway, we have covered a lot of ground in this update, talking about what's going on here in Italy, not only with the current uh, global situation, pandemic, but also to talk a bit more about Italian citizenship and the interest in Italian citizenship and the motivations and why and kind of going into that. And of course, if you are somebody who feels passionate about this, and maybe let us know what some of your reasons are and your motivations for being interested in Italian citizenship. And are you planning on moving to Italy when you're finished with the process? Or are you thinking that you would like to complete the process here in Italy and actually make your life here? What What's on your mind? Or are you thinking about maybe another European country? Anyway, of course, as always, thank you for joining us for the Italian Citizenship Podcast presented by ItalianCitizenshipAssistance.com. And Marco, if people are looking for assistance with the process of Italian citizenship, how can they get in contact with you?
1: People can contact us through our website, through the contact form on our website, ItalianCitizenshipAssistance.com, or they can send us an email at info at com, or they can give us a call. Perfect.
0: Thank you again so much, Marco, for making yourself available for this. Of course, we've been here with Marco Permunian, Italian attorney at italiancitizenshipassistance.com and I am Rafael Di Furia. And of course, if you're looking for more content about life in Italy, living in Italy, being a dual citizen, life is a dual citizen, and more, you can go to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash di furia. Anyway, we'll see you all next
1: time. See ya. Thank you.